women I'm proud of and help women do the same. Because ladies, guess what? For far too long have we fallen victim to this dieting cycle that promises us short-term gain with no long-term results. But I'm here to say that if you are on it also would love to overcome yo-yo dieting, honor your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of, I'm here to do it with you. Through establishing simple habits in your nutrition and nourishment, your exercise through movement, your stress management through relaxing, sleep through resting, uh, digestion through processing, toxic load through cleansing, and rewriting your mindset and beliefs through appropriate mindset habits, we can journey together to help you move from a place of shame to a place of honor with your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of. So through this podcast, through my Healthy Body Resource Library, my challenge, my private community, and my coaching courses and programs, I help women do that. I help women really come to a place where they love and honor their body in a healthy, sustainable way. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you landed on this podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to let me know what you think because this podcast is all about you. All right, so before we get on to the next podcast uh, episode, listen to today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by my one-on-one three-month coaching program. This is my signature program designed to help women create a customized way to ditch dieting, lose weight, and reclaim their health for good. It is a space where you will get coaching sessions, unlimited email support, and access to my course and resources, and whatever you need to really help you see results and see results for good. So if you're ready for that lifelong change, book a discovery call and let's talk about it. Go to madewell345.com slash discovery call or look in the show notes and let's get started. All right, it's time for the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to the Healthy Body Podcast. It is Brie here, and I am just so excited to jump in um, as your solo interview speaker for this hormone series once again. And, you know, we've been talking about a lot of things on the podcast thus far. You know, I talked about seven ways to balance your hormones naturally. During this series, we had uh, Dr. Marisa Snyder talk about essential oils for hormones and self-care. We had Lisa Hendrickson-Jack talk about um, the menstrual cycle, how it is our fifth vital sign, fertility awareness. And I'm jumping in now. You know, we have more speakers coming up to talk about a lot of different things, some around the menstrual cycle, some around hormones, some around detox in the hormones. But, you know, even the testimonial will come up. But I wanted to jump in, in particularly now, in kind of in between-ish, it's a little bit before in between-ish, to really like share a little bit what, what's been going on behind the scenes in my business and how how and why like the hormones conversation relates to the primary work I do and kind of guide you through that a little bit. So the title of this, uh, of this podcast is called five hormones holding busy women back on weight loss that last. And as I've really been doing business in the last four years, five years, I can't remember. I I've started to see a pattern of the women that come to work with me and my story. Uh, I actually did a, IGTV on this on Instagram, and then I posted it on Facebook this past weekend. My story is one where I had weight issues and weight issues that were the symptom of the root, what was going on. I struggled with my relationship with food, both on the under eating and the overeating end. And I really tried to fix that symptom through diets, through every diet known to man almost. Uh, I tried to fix it through a quick fix pill or solution. I call it the diet pill, whatever. And really, it didn't work. It didn't work because I was never addressing the root cause of the issue. I was never trying to actually do the long-term strategy, and I wasn't really willing to change. I kind of talked about in this IGTV video, or it's posted on Facebook too, this, this idea of the three ways that we like can actually ditch dieting, lose weight, and reclaim our health back is through being willing to change, uh, being willing to invest time, money, resources, energy, and be willing to do this over the long term. And when I was willing to actually engage in all three of those areas, I ditched dieting, I lost weight, and I reclaimed my health back. I restored my relationship with food. I got to the root of my digestive issues. I could approach food from a place of joy instead of a place of like, oh, I got to eat healthy again. I could approach exercise. I was like, I am stoked 
to move my body. I could approach sleep as like, this is such a gift to be able to sleep and reset my body this way. I approach stress management as like, no, I'm not, I don't have to give into this world's definition of always being anxious. I can beat that and be stress and handle my stress. I gave into, um, you know, I started to engage with, okay, what are the impact of these environment, these personal environmental toxins on our body? And could that be the reason I'm not as energetic? Could that be the reason that people are, people's weight is having issues? Could that be the reason that there's brain fog? And then of course, mindset and habits. And I've then, I've been engaging kind of how hormones is actually underneath all seven of those, that your lifestyle impacts your hormones and your hormones impact your lifestyle. And really the heart behind this hormone series is not so that you can just isolate by just looking at your hormones. It's so you can see that when your hormones, these chemical messages in your body that allow your body to function the way it should, when they are imbalanced, it's sometimes because of uh, different like uh, physiological things that are happening in your body that are outside of your control. But a lot of it has to deal with our lifestyle in these seven areas that I talk about of a healthy body. And so that's why the hormones conversation is really important. But more so than that, as I peel the layers back of like, why did I go into business? Why am I still chugging along after so many years? Why, even as I work full time in this season as a nonprofit director and leader and influencer, why do I still feel this call to engage in my podcast, engage in my business and engage in this work? It is because of my journey and the women that I that's in my community, that's probably you listening, or that's, you know, I've worked with, I've worked with hundreds of women over the last few years. And there's even thousands in the different aspects of my social media, email and group and all that sort of stuff. And it's because there's still women out there that don't know these truths that if when, if you're willing to change, if you're willing to invest, and if you're willing to go long term, the same change is possible for you. You too can find freedom. You too can ditch dieting. You too can lose weight and you too can reclaim your health for good. And so even that statement, that statement in itself is what I would call my, you know, in business holistic, your message, your niche statement, your one liner. And I've gone through so many in the last few years because I've been trying to really discern, uh, the specific work I do. Um, once you start working with me, you kind of know, but sometimes it's hard to, you know, I, you know, it, it, you, in anything like entrepreneurship, you just do a bunch of things and you figure out along the way. And I think I'm sort of landing on a camp and I'm going to land here for a while, but I help women with many health issues. And, but I think the majority of the women that work with me are tired of dieting. They're tired of the quick fix that doesn't work long-term or tired of feeling deprived and tired of feeling like healthy living needs to be burdensome. And they're also willing to finally invest money, time, energy, resources. They're willing to listen to a podcast. They're willing to watch a masterclass. They're willing to invest money for coaching, one-on-one coaching. And they're willing to do this long-term. And there's tons of testimonies I can give you like, of women I've journeyed with for years in, in different ways, and whether they've just been in my free challenges, uh, whether they have uh, done uh, my academy, which was a membership, but is now a course, whether they've done one-on-one with me, whether they've done the whole 30, like they're always engaging and they're doing one or two steps at a time and they're seeing massive change that is sustainable, that is life-giving, and they take joy in it. And that can be you. If you're listening and you're like, I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's possible for me. Listen, if it's possible for me, I thought I, I was hopeless. If it's possible for me and it's possible for these women, it is possible for you. You just need to hold fast to that truth and be willing for change, be willing to invest and be willing to take the long-term road and go on the journey. And so as we, you know, as I move forward and talking about this hormone series and in my business, I think I just wanted to come and jump in. And, you know, before I talk about the five hormones that can impact your weight, uh, just know that that's the road I'm taking. Like I really help women in those areas. Yes. If you come to me and you're like, Brian, I don't want to lose weight. Cause I have clients that don't want to lose weight. They just want to get to the issue, other issues of their, um, their relationship with food or their, um, need for exercise, all these things, or even essential oils. Like that's fine. But if this is you and you're like, I'm ready to ditch dieting, I'm ready to lose weight, 
and I'm ready, actually just ready to reclaim my health for good. It's been, feels like it's out of my control, but I'm ready to say, no, it, it can be back in my control to a certain extent, right? And I would love to work with you. And I, you know, I, I say this now, I'm going to say this up front before I get into the content of this, this podcast, but I have, uh, I'm opening spots to my one-on-one coaching. I've, I've even done a lot of things. I've done master classes because I love to teach on what I've learned. I've done a membership. I've done group stuff. I've done all this, but my signature program is not just my courses. It's my one-on-one. Every woman has told me, I was even on a client call the other day that when they can just get space to talk through what's going on in their unique life and get simple tools to move forward, they leave being like, this is possible. But they've had to go through those things, being willing to change, be willing to invest and be willing to take the long-term strategy. And so I've opened up two one-on-one coaching spots for the fall uh, for my one-on-one mentorship. And that typically includes uh, two sessions a month, bi-weekly, unlimited email support in between uh, on Basecamp. And what that means is basically like you can message me anytime and we'll, we'll talk anytime. Well, uh, besides when I'm doing things or sleeping, but I'll answer you and just get support in between sessions because the real, the work starts and happens in sessions, but it's also when you're outside. So uh, even the, the benefits of coaching sessions is that you're able to like share and you're able to be listened to. And you're able to have a coach guide you through you coming up with the you, which solutions you know are best for you. And of course, I I share advice and feedback and all that sort of stuff and help you see things you might not normally see. But then the unlimited support, you know, I have done a lot of coaching programs myself because I've invested in myself and my health and in my business and in you and by doing those things and that support in between when I'm thinking about something or wondering or discouraged or just how to win to be able to share that with my coach is just life changing. And so I want to offer that and, and have offered that to one-on-one clients as well, but then access to all, you basically get access to every masterclass I've ever done. Uh, any resource I've put together, uh, when you do this program. So my healthy body Academy course, which has 10, uh, masterclasses on, so many things, nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, digestion, toxic load, mindset, and habits. And over the next four months, I'm going to compl- uh, add two more as uh, additional ones to complete kind of the array of things on hormones, balancing your hormones naturally, and then um, on cultivating success, um, gratitude for lifelong success. Because when you can celebrate and you're grateful, and I've, whenever I do this with clients, there's breakthrough. So, um, yeah, you get access to that. You get access to my whole 30 Made Easy course, which is an education program to help you reset. Um, oh, education plus practical program to reset your body and figure out what foods uniquely support you and which ones don't. And then you get access to my Healthy Body Inner Circle, which is my private Facebook group for past course takers, current course takers, past clients, current clients, just a space where I go live monthly to answer any of your questions and just support you even on the ongoing. So that's really what this three-month package is about. And it's three months, 90 days to be really hands, all hands are on deck from both of us. And of course, if you want to continue working after, that's a possibility too, right? But just really want to support women in this higher level way as I do all these things. And I'm working on a book. You all know that now. And I have this podcast. I do content on social media. I have all of that. But the best change I can give you and the best support is one-on-one. So if that's you, I have two spots opening in the fall. And my prices will go up in October sometime. So if you're like, I want to do this, jump in while it's affordable. Uh, I mean, it's always affordable. Uh, I always make it affordable, but I also want to communicate its value and how much work uh, we're both going to put in. Right. So just go to madewell345.com slash discovery call. Uh, madewell345.com slash discovery call or and look at it in the show notes and book a call. I would love for you to be one of those two spots. If you've been following me and you think that we're a great fit, and even if you want to talk, that call is about what's going on in your health. And here's what I offer, and here's how what we can do together in our three months together. Okay? So that was just my, like, pitch for you with that. I've been never evolving, never in changing, but I really want to support women in ditching dieting, losing weight, and reclaiming their health for good. And so if you're like, but maybe none of those seem like they fit, you still book a call. We can figure out if it's a fit or not. Okay. All that to say, uh, I now want to talk about hormones, um, that could be holding, you know, you back as, you know, busy women, women, most women are busy back on weight loss that last. So 
hormones we've been talking about are these chemical messengers in your body that relay information to the different parts of your body telling your body what to do. And so your thyroid hormones regulate your metabolism, your estrogen hormones regulate and progesterone and testosterone regulate the woman's menstrual cycle. Um, but these are these other hormones at play. And my first introduction to hormones really, uh, or understanding of it was when I first read It Starts With Food by the founders of the Whole30 program. And one of their, they have four good food standards. And these good food standards are about saying like, basically, when you eat a food, it's either making you healthy or not healthy. And foods should qualify. When these foods you eat on a regular basis should have a healthy psychological response, like not mess with your mind or cravings or anything like that in the unhealthy way. They should have a healthy hormonal response because hormones are impacted by your food and vice versa and everything else. Uh, they should have a healthy gut response. They should care for your digestive system, which houses 80% of your immune system and um, actually can be a really like a heart, like a manufacturer for a lot of your hormones. And then four should have a healthy immune system inflammation response. Inflammation isn't bad. It's when it's chronically inflamed. You know, when you get a cut, your body kind of gets wolves up and, you know, it's protecting that so it can heal it. And that's also your immune system working hand in hand. But a lot of foods are actually causing us to be chronically inflamed and our immune system thus to shut down. And so when I first started seeing this healthy hormonal response, I started to learn about kind of actually these five hormones and really how our food uh, and our stress and our sleep and our, all these areas we talk about impact it. And the first is uh, insulin. Many of you probably know insulin. Insulin is, um, you know, insulin is this, this hormone, kind of it's like your, your building storage hormone, I would call it. It, it is really whenever you eat any sugar, which by the way, carbohydrates break down into glucose within your body, sugar. And you need carbohydrates because glucose provides energy. Whenever you eat any carbohydrate of any kind, um, whether it's complex or simple, whether it's refined or whole, breaks down into glucose in your body. And your insulin is then released, I think by your pancreas, if that's the right organ, to store that blood sugar. Because you ever heard about high blood sugar? That's when you have too much sugar roaming around in your blood. And your body, your body cannot, it's not supposed to be that way. So insulin takes that sugar and will store it in two places, your muscles or your liver. I can't remember. I should have brought out my nose. Muscles are your liver. But your muscles can only hold so much insulin and your liver can only hold so much insulin. So what happens is that when we chronically eat too much sugar or insulin, your body will then not be able to store it in your muscle or liver. And it's not going to keep it in its blood. So it stores it as fat within your body to later be used when your muscles and liver uh, energy is gone. Now, what's the issue with that? There's not actually no issue like, listen, women, we have more fat than men and we should. It actually is healthy. Uh, but the issue is when we're, we have like fat we don't really need and which just happens. We all, we, I mean, many of us have gone through that. I've gone through it, right? Um, fat is not bad. It's just, again, over an overabundance of same thing with carbs. Carbs aren't bad, overabundance. Uh, but what happens then is that we are, we are chronically eating too much sugar. It's turning to sugar in our body, even good food, even good fruits and stuff, right? Too much sugar. And we keep storing fat and fat. And it just comes to a point where your body is, instead of using that stored fat, and that's typically what happens when you do diets or changes or anything, your body just keeps creating it because you're, 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 you're putting way too much insulin. But then what can happen is your body can become insulin resistant. And this is typically where diabetes may come into play. And insulin resistance is like, it's like almost like cried wolf, like sort of thing where your just body's like, it just keeps producing insulin, but there's no response. Like it, it doesn't know what to do with all this insulin going around and then actually maybe it maybe stop producing insulin right and that's why diabetes people with diabetes need insulin i was just talking to someone literally two hours before this who is a diabetic and who says that he's uh, started intermittent fasting and how he hasn't had, had needed to take insulin in a month because not just because he's not eating at a time because it's monitoring like what he's eating and how often he's eating, how often he's plaguing his body with these insulin, with glucose is helping his insulin be regulated. And so 
And I'm like, I think he's lost weight because of that too, right? Like I could see him like, oh, he looks, you know, smaller. And it, it's, it, it's just crazy how your diet really does play into your insulin levels. So insulin is one that we think just impacts diabetics, but ladies, it impacts us because your body, if it's constantly going through these insulin spikes, it's constantly releasing insulin that your body can only store so much. So it gets stored as fat. So often you, if you're having these weight issues or you're not able to uh, have weight loss that last, it could be because of some insulin issues. And how I've seen this play out is like carbohydrates, again, are not just what we think of bread, rice, grains, cereals. It is fruit. It is all the, anything that releases, and all stuff, most things have sugar. It's not that it's bad, but even in overabundance. So if you're following the food pyramid, which actually says you need to have breads and carbs and all that, but it needs to be healthy versions, you're still probably getting too much insulin. Like you're probably, you have, you have to be very wise about how much that is. And even when I started my journey, I was following the food pyramid, but it was just my portions of those things that change. But now I actually don't eat a lot of uh, grains or flours or that because one, it's not as nutritious as eating a carbohydrate, like a sweet potato, but also because of this, because of, uh, there is, we could talk about complex and simple carbohydrates where one just breaks down quicker into your body and is releases insulin quickly. And that's simple. And that's typically refined carbohydrates, but unwhole, unprocessed, sorry, whole such as fruits and vegetables are the best sources. So if you're like Brie, okay, this is a lot of information. Where do I start? My tip for you for this around insulin is try to get your carbohydrate sources from fruits and vegetables, and then eventually start to see the quantity. The quality is what's important in the beginning. Fruits and vegetables will provide you the most nutrition and the best sort of energy uh, carbohydrate wise. And, um, and then you can eventually get to quantity. So that is my tip around how you can help monitor your insulin levels to kind of help you with sustainable weight loss is that when you're eating those whole foods, they help you feel fuller, help you digest better because of the fiber, help you get the nutrition you need, and you're not going to be pumping as much insulin into your body. Okay. So that's hit tip number one. Number two, uh, the hormone, so hormone insulin tip get from the whole food sources of, uh, veggies and fruits. The second one that is at play um, is cortisol. So cortisol, uh, there's a connection between cortisol and um, insulin actually. So cortisol is a hormone that we know as a stress hormone. And again, cortisol isn't bad, just like how insulin is bad. It's the overabundance. So actually when you wake up, your body releases um, cortisol. And uh, because cortisol peaks in the meat, kind of goes in the morning, then it dips down. And that's when other hormones like melatonin increase to help you sleep. But cortisol is needed for energy. It helps you stay alert. It helps you keep going. It helps you be kind of like all of that. But again, the issues where stress comes into play. Stress, so the first one we talked about was nutrition related. This is kind of stress related. Stress is really your body's response to a threat of, or fear of any kind. And stress is good. If you, if I always say this, if a lion's coming at you, you better run, fight or flight. You better go. Don't just stand there. You should be stressed. But the issue is, is that we're chronically in that nervous part of the nervous automatic nervous system called the uh, sympathetic, the fight or flight response. Because stress mentally and physically are the same. Your body responds to them the same. And with this ever growing um, busy world and ever-growing connected world. It's beautiful, but it's so easy to be stressed. And as women, we have so much on our plate. So it's so easy for us to live in that cortisol land and actually not even realize we're constantly stressed. I think the other day, like I was just, I struggle with this too. In this season, there's a lot going on. And uh, some people like sometimes don't know I'm stressed because I don't really look like it, but internally, sometimes I don't even know I'm stressed until like, I feel it. I'm like, I'm getting anxious or I feel really fatigued. Actually, it's because I've constantly mentally been so stressed. And um, so that cortisol really reason why that's important is because cortisol and insulin even work together. It's like when you're stressed and you need that extra boost of energy to like deal with everything. Insulin's kind of like helping, um, mm, is it insulin or glycogen? Uh, there, there's a glycogen, there's glucose, and then there's the one with the G that helps release it. Either way, you need to kind of like release. I think it's one of the G's. Anyways, you need to kind of release that energy um, back into the bloodstream to be used. And so 
it gets stored as glycogen, but then it's released back into the body. To, maybe, maybe it's glycose. Ooh, maybe it's glycose. Released back into the body to be used. And, but if you're constantly stressed, it's like you're constantly getting that energy back in, but you're not really using all of that energy. So then insulin's that plays in a little whack too, right? And cortisol keeps going, going, going. And then eventually you can have some sort of chronic fatigue because you have too much cortisol in your body too. And when you're chronically fatigued, you have too much cortisol, you have too much insulin, your weight ain't going anywhere. It might go up. It ain't gonna go down because your body's actually trying to reserve that weight to survive. That's literally what it's thinking. And this goes back to our ancestors who are like moving around, around, trying to run, trying to run from animals and all this sort of stuff. It's like, and it's then maybe like food is in lack of supply. So they're like, their body's like knows when to hold on to it. And actually your body, when it senses, like it's not going to have enough energy, it holds on to it. So if your body, if your thing, if your body say, okay, she's chronically stressed and then she's just eating these quick things to kind of give her quick energy, it's going to hold on to your stored fat because it's going to be like, I don't know when I'm going to, I don't know when she's going to need this. So I'm going to hold on to it. Isn't that crazy? Your body's so smart. It's trying to keep you alive actually. And so we need to help our body keep us alive in the right way. So the trick around cortisol is you really got to be serious and fight that stress. Like fight it with vengeance, like fight it hard. And I always give this simple tip. Well, one, I mean, there's many things, but breathing, like I think I was stressed about something last night and my husband's like, just take a breath. And I said, and I just breathe like, um, I talk about these in my master classes, this four, seven, eight breath, Andrew, Dr. Andrew Wheel says, but it's where you breathe in for four counts, hold it for seven, and then breathe eight for eight, breathe out for eight. And you do it uh, about two to four times max. And it will, it, what it does is it switches your body to the, this other part of your, your nervous system. It goes from this fight or flight response, sympathetic nervous system where cortisol, insulin, all these ones are pumping to this rest and digest response or the parasympathetic because we actually should be hanging out in that camp a little more than we're hanging out in the others. And so your parasympathetic response calms your nervous system calms your mind and puts cortisol and insulin in its proper place. And that calming effect will regulate those hormones well. And more so than that, going on to kind of the next three or four of the hormones, your body will then be able to digest food better because you can eat healthy and eat it on the go and be stressed. And I'm guilty of this sometimes. And it's actually not, not only you may digest, you may be using the bathroom fine, but it's not getting the full nourishment it could get because it's not fully digesting. So even taking breaths while you're eating is important. But also sleep. We're going to talk about that in the next two hormones, but sleep. Listen, if you're not sleeping, your body will hold on to weight. It will hold on to it fast again because it wants that energy. And I'll tell you a couple of hormones that impact that as well. So the first, again, the number one is your insulin and your which impacts your nutrition and and so forth. And typically, more carbohydrates from really whole food sources like fruits and vegetables. Second is your cortisol, and really to practice breathing as a simple exercise, the four to seven eight um, account count to slow down and get into that parasympathetic rest response more. And the third hormone, which is just fascinating, because I think we know about those two, but we're not so certain on leptin. Leptin, it's not leptin iced tea, it's leptin. Um, leptin is this fascinating hormone, and there's more to it than this, and i got to refresh my memory too. Um, but leptin is this hormone in your body that really, it's kind of known almost partially as your satiation hormone. And what I mean by that is satiation or satiety. Either way, it helps you feel satisfied. And when you sleep and sleep consistently and sleep well, your body will produce leptin. And what leptin is, is a hormone that helps your body feel full. Why that's important is, is that often what many of the women I work with and I even my find myself is, is that we feel like we're craving food all the time. We feel like we're constantly hungry. And when we're hungry, we're hungry for foods that 
aren't necessarily fully the best nutritious thing. Uh, and that's because when, if we don't sleep and if we don't sleep well, if we're not resting well, our body's not producing enough of that leptin hormone to really help us feel full, help us feel um, content and monitor our energy intake. It's kind of known as the energy balance hormone. And it's primarily secreted from your fat cells and releases to the proportion of fat stored. So that's a whole other story in regards to like, basically, you know, if you're high insulin levels, they all, it's all connected, right? And you have a lot of fat storage, your body's going to be like, Hey, I'm not even going to produce leptin to like communicate that she's full because there's too much blockage, right? Um, we could even become leptin resistance, which actually then again, increases our fat storage because leptin and insulin communicate. Right. Uh, and so honestly, tip for this baby girl sleep and this is hard for me too and there's some nights where i'm like trying so hard to sleep but i can't fall asleep but it's a battle and there's a lot of hormones at play especially approaching that time of month or even post menopause or menopause where sleep is a battle that you need to fight for because it's not going to come to you easily you don't have your parents telling you to go to bed anymore right and so the best way to monitor leptin is to make it a priority to prep your body for sleep and get sleep. And that's easier said than done, but really you need to figure out a sleep routine, sleep environment that is going to support you sleeping dark room, cold room. If you can, um, don't work right before bed, reduce your light exposure, all that stuff. I talk a lot about this in my one-on-one programs, but also my healthy body Academy course. So leptin sleep, 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 sleep. Fourth one, ghrelin, ghrelin, gremlin, let's call it gremlin. I think it's ghrelin. Um, is kind of like known as your hunger. I don't know what you they would officially call it, but it's like your hunger hormone. Basically, um, helps you feel hungry, which we need to feel hungry. Communicates to your body, hey, low on energy, give her a little bit more. And the thing about ghrelin is, did you know when you don't sleep, uh, it produces more of that hormone? So think about it. You're not sleeping, so you're not feeling full your body's like, wait, she needs more energy because she hasn't slept well, which sleeping helps restore our body and give it energy, right? And so you're hungry. So you're probably like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. So when you don't sleep for a long time or like you're not sleeping well, you're constantly hungry for the munchies. Your cravings are out of whack and your body's not craving broccoli. It is craving those foods that it know tastes good and will give it a quick fix. We'll give it a quick like sugar hit. And And so if you're constantly in that sleep deprivation cycle, you're not going to feel full with the right foods and you're going to feel hungry for the wrong foods. And so again, those two go hand in hand. And I have found, even when I did my first kind of whole 30 program and I just started making sure I slept, I, I, I saw like the the couple weeks that I'm like, I slept more. I'm like, I lost a little inches or weight. And this was a stage where I like, I mean, I could always probably stand and lose a little more. I'm content right now, but and, and so if you're wondering about weight loss, it's like, you need to sleep, please sleep, please sleep, please sleep. And I understand that when you're in menopause and your hormones are different, you have lower progesterone, progesterone, all these things, you have to even take these things, these five hormones even harder. You have to go even like be a little bit probably more precise than someone who is um, still menstruating because they have like the other, these other, other hormones at play. But I'm going to say that you really need to sleep just like sleep. And if you need help figuring out, like, again, if you need help with any of these nutrition, stress and sleep, um, I think you should, should holler at your girl and let, you know, work with me. And we could talk about how I, we could switch some environments for your, switch some things for your unique system, um, to kind of make sure, um, you sleep in the way you should. Um, you know, I was going to talk about, Hmm. There's so many hormones. I wrote the hormones chapter of my book recently, and I've been talking a lot about these. So I try, I'm like, which are like the five and the six? There's so many that actually impact, but I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, But I'm going to talk a little bit about, just so you understand a little bit about um, glucogen, glucogen, glycogen, glucogen. I think it's glucogen. There's glucose, glycose, glucogen. Anyways, it's the one, I'm going to type it right when I get in here. It's the one that helps release. release your, release your body when it needs energy. And really the, the, the thing about this particular hormone is, um, it, it's in response to 
your body's need to release energy and use stored energy because that's what food is all about, giving us nourishment and energy. And I just feel like this one is really connected again to um, your insulin levels, to your cortisol levels, but just even to your body being balanced and communicating. So this one I would say is kind of like indirect response to your body. Um, Hey, 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 she's using energy. Come, come, come. It's known as like your energy access hormone that is secreted by the pancreas and say, hey, you've been fasting for a while. She needs energy. Um, and goes back to that previously stored supply in your liver, even your fat to an extent and your muscles. But when you're chronically stressed, you're not getting enough protein and you're, you have low blood sugar even, um, that, will, that will stimulate glucagon. So chronic stress, protein intake, and low blood sugar stimulate glucogen, glucogen's release. Um, and which is, it's often inhibited by elevated insulin and free fatty acids in the body. And so it tells, what does that mean? It tells your body to release stored energy and use body fat, but only when there's not a lot of circulating insulin. So when there is, remember going that overabundant supply, it's not able to communicate to your body, use the stored energy. Um, it can help us stabilize our blood sugar it can't access even the fat that we have stored if we're constantly kind of plugging things with insulin so it got, again this one relates to insulin but i wanted to make sure you kind of commute like there's a process of storage and there's a process as, as access but it can't if you're just in taking things um where you should so i mean the real tip there again is so there's really two tips that impact well three tips um, that I've shared all of these five hormones, but the real tip here is like eating more carbohydrates and um, from whole food sources. So if you're like, okay, Brianna, that's a lot of education, geeked out a bit, I'm sorry. But those five hormones, your cortisol, your insulin, your leptin, your ghrelin, and your glucagon, the three things to really help work, regulate those and to help you lose weight, help your body to store that, um, help the body to use that stored fat and that stored energy, is to eat more carbohydrates from whole food sources like fruits and vegetables, is to breathe, practice that four, seven, eight breathing when you're stressed, and two is create an environment and sleep routine that helps you sleep well and sleep well consistently. Because when you can do those three things, you're going to monitor, you're going to regulate those five hormones a bit better. You're going to be, your body's going to be able to use the stored energy in the form of extra weight you may be carrying or, um, you know, stored fat and use it as energy. And so I just really encourage you, like it, it, I just share all that to share with you. It's not just about diet and exercise all the time. It is, but there's all these other things such as stress and sleep that could impact, um, your, your body. And can I share some bonus with you? I just feel like it'd be a shame not to talk about two more. I'm going to talk about two more and then I'll maybe just call this seven hormones. I don't know. Maybe I'll still call it five and then I don't know. But estrogen and progesterone, like I've just been learning so much about those two in these last three or four months. And particularly they regulate the different parts of your menstrual cycle, which is not just your period. It's the, it's the period and it's the pre-ovatory or follicular phase. It's the menstrual, it's the ovulation, sorry. And then the luteal phase, the post-ovulatory. And estrogen is ramped up from kind of like the period moment to like the ovulation and then progesterone is ramped up into the other, other portion. But estrogen is one that I think most women are familiar with because estrogen helps do, I'm trying to make sure I say the right things here. Look, so looking at some of the notes from the book, from the chapter I wrote, but Estrogen is what m helps, you know, bring that period on, but it's kind of known as the hormone of uh, femininity. Um, it's produced in our ovaries, our adrenals, our fat cells and brains, and it's responsible for so many things, keeping our brain firing and our heart in shape, sturdy and firm bones, gives us lady those curves that we love, or I don't know who loves the most. Um, keeps our mucous membranes healthy, helps regulate our cholesterol and urinary tract, and obviously helps release the egg for fertilization and pregnancy. But it's not the only thing it does. It does all these other things. And so how estrogen is really impacted in a woman's body, there are things that may cause our body to be estrogen dominant, that produce too much estrogen, which can cause a lot of um, issues in our menstrual cycle that women face. But also there are things, and this is where toxins come into play. 
Toxins, um, when I talk about toxins conversation, um, and this toxins do impact uh, of your weight as well, but I just wanna talk about it from this point of view. So a lot of synthetic chemical toxins are actually known as estrogen mimickers or estrogen disruptors, where they mimic, like, so when a hormone is released, it goes and locks to a cell or part in your body but they mimic the lock or maybe even mimic the, mess, mimic the message. And so your body is thinking it has estrogen in its body, but it may have an abundance of estrogen. I think it's called xenoestrogens. Yeah, I think it's called xenoestrogens. And then we healthy things to fight that are phytoestrogens. I think that's right. There's so many estrogens. Um, but it causes these abundance of kind of like these fake estrogens in your body. So your body is not able to communicate um, the estrogen. So you may have an abundance of that, which could be impacting your, your, your uh, menstrual cycle, but also um, it could be act, um, impacting your weight, right? Like um, it's, it's your, your body's thinking it's going to have sturdy and firm bones. It's thinking it's going to have regulated cholesterol, thinking it's going to have all these healthy things, but it's really not communicating well. And since estrogen is this thing that's responsible for a lot of things in our body, it can really impact your thyroid, uh, uh, Xenoestrogen, like the fake estrogens can impact your thyroid, which regulates your metabolism too, right? So estrogen, as women, we don't need more estrogen. <laughs> well, unless you're estrogen lacking in estrogen, which is a case. Um, but often we have overabundance, which is just causing wreaking havoc in our body, which can show up as weight, holding weight again. So the best way to monitor, I say one of the best things you can do to regulate your estrogen levels is to reduce your toxic load. And what I mean by that is picking one product in your life that you use the most regularly, personal care product, cleaning product, hair product, food product, and reduce your toxic exposure to that. Not all of these chemicals are... Uh, do mess with your estrogen, but most of them do. And so really, if you're wanting the specifics around that, I did a toxics course in my academy around this too. So pick one product you use regularly and switch it out for something more natural. That's why I use a lot of essential oil-based products by doTERRA or make my own. And then the seventh one I'm just going to talk about is progesterone. Um, progesterone is like your keep calm and carry on hormone because it soothes your nervous system. So in our post ovulatory phase, after our period, you may feel like, great, I can accomplish anything because coming up to it, you're like, you might feel a little miserable then your period. Comes. But afterwards, after, no, sorry, after your ovulatory phase, that's when it happens. Um, ovulation is when your body releases the egg because estrogen peaks at that point. Estrogen decreases and progesterone increases. So you feel more heat, more temperature, more energized, um, more being able to kind of like be creative and handle the day. Um, and that's because there's more progesterone in your body. That's actually what it's doing is preparing your sac for a baby. When you don't have that, then it's um, the sac is released. Um, and, you know, Progesterone plays roles in fat, using fat for energy, relaxing, promoting healthy sleep, mood regulation, bone health, breast health, um, and brain function. But again, it's linked to you helping to use fat for energy. So when you might have too much progesterone in your body just because of an imbalance, it can impact your fat as well. Um, and so I think one, some of the best ways to kind of monitor um, progesterone in your body and help with fat um, is... Sorry, it's actually like, I'm trying to get some notes here. It's, women actually hardly have too much progesterone. It's kind of too little progesterone, which, um, again, can just be regulated by making sure that you're getting the enough sup supplements, getting the right vitamins, such as vitamin C or vitamin B that helps with the production of it. It really kind of is linked to your diet too. So those two I'm like still getting a little bit more familiar with, uh, estrogen and progesterone. I've really only done a little bit of work around those in the last few months. But the other five I've done, studied and taught a lot about in the last uh, five years. But I just wanted to mention to you that's also happening is that there could be too little progesterone. I, I, I don't really think it's too much often. I may be wrong. There might be hormone experts out listening out there. But we don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just new to this. But I wanted to share this, that it's very easy when there is an overabundance of one or the other for one to be up. So yeah, I guess your tips for there. So there's seven hormones that could impact your weight, your weight issues. And it is for women, particularly post-menopause, where you're not, you know, your estrogen and progesterones are a little lower because they played such a huge role in your metabolism and weight before you hit menopause. I think it's just being more careful um, with your lifestyle uh, in the sleep, stress, digestion, toxic load, and nutrition area that could really help you monitor 
that postmenopause. So the seven hormones are your insulin, uh, your cortisol, your uh, leptin, your ghrelin, your glucagon, your estrogen, and progesterone. And so five, um, you know, four or five tips to really help you there is to um, eat carbohydrates from whole food sources, fruits and veggies, uh, breathe when you're stressed, uh, sleep more and well, uh, and also reduce your toxic load by picking one product that you can switch out to a more natural one. Um, and then, yeah, I think fifth is like making sure not just uh, carbohydrates from a good source, but varying your uh, macro and micronutrients. Vitamins and minerals play a huge role in our body and they have certain functions that when um, our body isn't getting certain ones, you can, um, you can really, it can harm you in ways that you didn't realize. So just varying, the best way to do that is vary your your particular vegetable and fruit intake, get the different colors, get the different, you know, all of that to get as much micronutrients as you can. Of course, you can take a micronutrient sub, uh, supplement that helps um, address certain deficiencies, but that's just a simple way. So, I mean, I this is probably like an hour long. I'm so sorry, but it just meant so much to me to share all that other stuff with you and then kind of explain this from my point of view. This is almost like a mini masterclass. Um, I am putting a masterclass together for uh, the Academy and even for oils on this, but I just wanted to teach a little bit from the point of view as I start to focus with men, women more, particularly around why am I not losing weight? Why am I losing too much weight? Or like, why am I like at a standstill? Um, because it does impact your health in a way like there are root causes and some of that may be these seven hormones. And so if you're like been listening to the series or you find this at any point, reach out. I mean, particularly now I have two one-on-one spots available that I know quite a lot. I've been through quite a lot. I've worked with them in different situations. And even if I don't know something and you're like, I want to, I'll find that out for you. But I really want to journey with you to kind of share with you that you're, 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 you can overcome. You just need to be willing to change, be willing to invest and be willing to go long-term. And I want to journey with you in that my three-month program. So please check out um, the book a discovery call. If you don't see any times in September or October, um, the sooner the better. But if you can't find the time at all, just you can email me, madewellky at gmail.com, madewellky at gmail.com, or um, message me on any of my social media handles and we can talk about it figure out a time, but that's typically my open spots are in the schedule that you'll see. So book a call so you can talk about how these hormones may be impacting you and your weight and your health in general. Um, and we can journey together to really, um, yeah, we can journey together to really overcome this so that you can, you can finally ditch dieting, lose weight and, you know, get a healthy body you love, you're proud of and reclaim your health back. So book that call. I would love for you to be one of those one-on-one spots. And even if it's not a great fit, I could kind of point you to things that may help be helpful to you. So book a call. It's free to talk with me for that one call. All right. Um, thank you so much for joining with me if you listened through this. Hopefully it was educational. Hopefully it's encouraging um, to know I've been working on, man- I've worked on man- managing these hormones through my lifestyle habits in these seven areas of a healthy body we talk, that we talk about here. And I've worked with clients as well, other women, busy women as well. So Please rate and review this podcast. If this episode really impacted you, the more you review, particularly on iTunes, the more women can see how it impacted them. I really love those reviews. It touches my heart. And even if you're like, I I don't feel like I can work with someone now, um, you know, I started to, uh, I have a Patreon account because everyone has a Patreon. (laughs) And that's just where you can support the podcast um, through, uh, through giving, through giving. I think I have different levels there and you'll get something with those different levels. So usually I think one I said, you'll get a thank you card. If it's like $5, $15 per month, um, you'll get access to my monthly Q and a call. I do for that inner circle Facebook group that I talked about. And then $25 a month, you'll get access to the Facebook group itself. Um, and the monthly live Q and a, and then I get a thank you card. And if you're like, that's where I feel like I just need some support help. I can't, you know, really, I don't really feel like one-on-one is for me, then you can support me on Patreon per month and then you can get access to that as long as you want that access. But I would say book a call first and then let's determine that together. And if honestly, if you feel like, if I feel, sorry, that it's like, maybe you're just not ready or maybe it's just not the right season to work. It's like, fine. I'll, I'll say like, Hey, maybe the Patreon thing for you, or maybe my free group is like, which I just share education there and tips from time to time. So it's really up to you. Um, I just want you to get support because you need to support. So Reach out, support on Patreon, rate and review, um, book a discovery call too, all right? 
stay tuned to the next episode, um, which will be next Monday. Um, well, I'm going to mention the sponsor before that. And then, um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about hormones for the month of October and November, hopefully talking about health in the holidays and then December kind of like, um, reflection on the year and planning for the new year. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Healthy Body Podcast. I'm so honored to be with you each time you listen. All right, a couple things before you go. Please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. The more people that do that, the more feedback I get, but the more people that can see this podcast. So wherever you're listening to it, subscribe to it there. Second thing is, if you would like to call in and leave a voice message in the form of a question or your, even your review, feel free to do that through the Anchor app. Just go to my podcast after you download the Anchor app from your app store, go to where it says voice message and you can leave it there. Third thing is, if you would like to uh, support this podcast and its ongoing, uh, you know, podcast episodes and the guest episodes, well, feel free to do that. There are now, there's now an option through the Anchor app that you can do that. You just go to Anchor and click listener support and there's three different levels that you can support the ongoing work of this podcast. And fourth thing is, stay tuned briefly as I mention again, the sponsor of this podcast. Without sponsorships, both sponsors that I do as well as other people do, this podcast would not be possible. All right, tune in for the sponsor and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. Just want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by my one-on-one three-month coaching program. This is a coaching program designed to give you as a busy woman customized support to help you ditch dieting, lose weight, and reclaim your health for good. With coaching sessions, email support in between, access to my private Facebook group, um, access to all my courses, you will have all that you need and more to see your health goals come into life. So if you're willing to change, if you're willing to invest, and if you're willing to approach this from the long-term point of view, I'm willing to do it with you. I have a few spots available for the fall, so book a discovery call today and let's see if it's a great fit for you. Go to madewell345.com slash discovery call, madewell345.com slash discovery call, and let's get started. All right, see you on the next episode.